0: Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, offering compassionate healthcare for all. Learn more about their services, including statewide access to medication-assisted treatment for alcohol and opioid use disorders at ucsonline.org. Today is Friday. It is the 2nd of September. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Hundreds of recent Iowa voters' registrations have been challenged in at least two of Iowa's most populated counties this week. Those are numbers that local elections officials say are extraordinarily higher than usual. Iowans are able by state law to challenge voter registration information if they believe the information is incorrect or fraudulent. The Cedar Rapids Gazette reports local elections officials say they typically receive roughly a handful of challenges to voter registrations each election cycle. But this week, one individual challenged 570 voters' registration information in Blackhawk County. In Lynn County, another 119 voters' registration information was challenged. That's according to local elections officials. It's been a month since workers at a grain processing plant in Cedar Rapids went on strike. IPR's Zachary Orrin Smith attended a rally yesterday afternoon and found workers are not ready to pack it up. A labor strike isn't built on an armful of picket signs or a few chants. It's built on the pain felt as grocery budgets tighten and families decide which back-to-school items will have to wait. Mike Moore is the president of Local 100G of the Baking, Confectionery, Tobacco, and Grain Milling Union. He said it's been a long month as strikers felt the pain of the first missed paycheck. Union member Elaine Swiger has worked at Ingredion for 27 years. The mother of three said community support has kept her going. As stressful as this has been, all the support we've gotten in the community, I can't tell you how much this is helping me personally and everyone else get through this. Union President Moore said negotiations with Ingredion are still at a standstill over changes in insurance and the elimination of positions. The Farm Progress show was back in Boone this year. As IPR's Katie Pikas tells us, the event highlights new agriculture technology, but with inflation and high costs, farmers there say they're watching their money.
1: Dan Hansen farms corn and soybeans near Fort Dodge. He's interested in new technology, like a strip-till machine that could cut fertilizer and fuel costs. Hansen says the high costs of farm inputs, like fertilizer and fuel, weighs into his purchase decisions. You have to limit to what you can buy, and but you've got to keep up to date on some of that because the future is changing, and it's always been changing in farming. So you got to look where your money would be best spent when you have limited amount of money to spend. The Farm Progress show is billed as the largest outdoor farm event in the nation. More than 600 vendors and exhibitors come to Farm Progress to market their products and tech to farmers. The event alternates between Iowa and Illinois.
0: A recent report from the Kaiser Family Foundation finds marketplace health insurance plans deny about one in five claims for in-network services. There's a wide range in denial rates. Nationwide, some insurers deny claims at rates of less than 1 percent. Others are as high as 80 percent. Karen Pollitz is a senior fellow with the Kaiser Family Foundation. She says people have the right to file appeals on denied claims, but the analysis finds many people don't. That almost never happens.
1: It's a percent of 1% of denied claims that get appealed uh, by consumers. So appeal rights are sort of on paper, but no one seems to be exercising them.
0: There are many reasons claims can be denied. The health plan may not cover a particular service, or it may require prior authorization. The analysis looked at data insurers provided to the federal government in 2020, excluding data that was incomplete. The report finds the rate of in-network claims denials for marketplace plans in Iowa is 17 percent. And a year and a half after the Keokuk Hospital was acquired by Blessing Health Systems, it's closing. The hospital has been in financial trouble for a decade, long before it was acquired by Blessing from UnityPoint Health. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Support for IPR comes from Patrick Furry Law, a business law firm offering technology agreements, intellectual property law, privacy law, and more. Proudly supporting quality local journalism, online at patrickfurrylaw.com. Long after church bells have stopped chiming, a small northwest Iowa bar holds a different kind of Sunday communion. Folks from across the state pilgrimage to Pomeroy, a town of just under 500 people, for live music. IPR's Kendall Crawford takes us to Byron's, a bar that's drawing acts from all over the country and then letting the bands keep all the money from the door.
1: Any other day of the week, this place is dead. But tonight, the tie-dye covered bar is crowded with people. Rea Irwin and her husband drove in from Sac City to see tonight's show. They've been coming to Byron's almost every Sunday for more than a decade. The first time she came, Irwin didn't expect to ever return to what she thought was a typical small town dive bar. But on the nights when there's live music, it becomes a magical place. On Sundays, the patrons aren't here for the drinks, at least not primarily. They've come from as far as 120 miles for the love of one thing live music. Byron's has become a sort of mecca for Iowa music lovers and musicians. National and international acts have stopped here to try out their music for the intimate and attentive crowd that journeys here each week. All because of the man behind the bar, Byron Stewart. I've actually come up with I'm living a dream I didn't know I had. It started with Stewart inviting one of his songwriter friends to play a couple of tunes back when the bar first opened 26 years ago. And he told me about somebody else, and they told me about somebody else. And before you know it, I got a, a national act, Todd Snyder, to come in. All I did was call up his management and say I had a place for him to play. That opened the floodgates. Word got around about a quirky, grateful dead bar that actually appreciated its artists. Pretty soon, Stewart had acts calling him, asking if they too could experience Byron's, including the 1960s Los Angeles rock group Canned Heat. I couldn't believe it. That, you know, first thought was Canned Heat. Yeah, they played Woodstock, didn't they? 120 people in here jumping up and down by the end of the night. I, I, was, I smiled just thinking about it. But on this Sunday night, the room is packed to hear some acts a little closer to home. Iowa natives Todd Partridge and David Huckfelt. Partridge of the band King of the Tramps has been playing here for 15 years. He's played all over the world for audiences of 10,000, but he keeps coming back to this strange little bar. The shows are good pay, Musicians keep a hundred percent of the door money. Hey, you know what to do! Byron! But Partridge says it's the audience that draws him in. You know how sometimes you walk in and the audience may not be paying attention or or maybe indifferent or maybe hostile, (laughs) you know, sometimes. Um, Here it's always like a, a big warm welcome, a big warm blanket. Everybody, you know that even if you screw up, everybody's gonna laugh, it's gonna be okay. It's that kind of atmosphere that made Huckfelt, formerly part of the Pines, seek out the venue. He has shared the stage with heavy hitters like Emmylou Harris, Arcade Fire, and Bonnie Iver. Yet, days before he heads to a music festival in Minneapolis, he's here in Pomeroy. Those are my favorite places and always have been, the ones that are hanging kind of by a thread on the back of someone who just loves music. He says it's because he feels like his songs can survive in this small bar. Just like a singing dust bowl with the false you love blue. When we traveled around in those times, we would we would go to major cities and bring along photographers and, and friends of ours. But the stories we were always telling were about the little places like this. It's like the, I wouldn't trade our itinerary for any huge band that you've heard of. So what was it you're missing that you're sure, sure you were old. So quickly separated like a fool from his gold. Performances like Huckfelts are what first drew Ed Carter into the bar seven years ago. Now he can't imagine his life without it. He moved to Pomeroy from Des Moines just to be closer to Byron's. Newly retired, he decided that he wanted to fill his life with more people like owner Byron Stewart, people who saw music as food for the soul. The last five years has been really
0: I can't explain it, really. It's, it's soothing. I've been the happiest I've ever been for five years. I tell people that walk out the door, I say, there's a jungle out there, you know.
1: When well, you're here, is safe. Stop any regular at Byron's, ask them why they come, and they'll likely give a similar response. Everyone seems to agree there's some indescribable quality to this place. Maybe it's like what Stewart says about each of the treasured live performances that's come to his bar. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. You had to be there. In Pomeroy, I'm Kendall Crawford, IPR News.
0: Thanks for listening to Hear First, a podcast from IPR News, which you can find wherever you subscribe to podcasts. I'm Clay Masters.